Anything you say, canon will be used against you in a court of law. (laughs) Or, Or on the All of It podcast. Hello, welcome back. Just wanted to record a little intro to this special cozy episode um, because I realized I did not introduce anybody. So you're about to listen to me and my friends play the card game We're Not Really Strangers. Um, If you haven't heard of it, we explained it in the episode a little bit more, but it's essentially a card game to get you connected a little deeper with the people in your life, or sometimes even strangers, hence the name. Um, So yeah, please enjoy my conversation with Kay, Josh, and Jason. Our last names needed, I have no idea, (laughs) but I'll tag them below anyway so you can find them. Enjoy! Me and Josh do this thing where we talk in circles, but know exactly where we're going. Oh, you should hear what me and Paul do. Oh, I have heard it, and it's amazing. You know that whole, like, you gotta know when the Hold'em, when the Fold'em's on? He'll he'll call me and be like, Josh, I have this question for you. And I'll be like, Paul, what's up? And I'll be like, I just, I don't know if I'm ever gonna know when I'm supposed to hold them. And I was like, well, the secret is to holding them is knowing when to fold them them. as well. And if you can figure that out, you're going to know how to walk away and (laughs) when to run. When to run. And it goes on and on and on. And and we're both terrible. (laughs) You know what? There'll be time to do that later when the dealing's done. I have no idea what's happening right now. You know the song? 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 You got to know when to hold them. When no to fold them, when to walk away, away. no when to run, you never you count, count your, your money. When you're sitting, and you're sitting at, at the table, table. <laughs> there were plenty of time for counting when the dealing's done. Yes, yeah, see, I don't even know that much. Great song, great song. I unfortunately I know the whole, the whole thing. Well, that's why the conversation with your friend Paul is it goes on for a while because that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And My girlfriend bad. hates it. <laughs> She's like, this again? <laughs> we haven't even gotten started yet, and I'm almost done this LaCroix. Angel, give me the rundown on this thing, because when we did it before, I wasn't sure how it went, this game. So, we are recording, just so we know. So, I'm just going to pop open the Angel has all that for blackmail. Yes, oh, yeah. I do. I will oh, yeah, cut all as of needed. That. Um, we'll see how this works. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. The purpose of the game for all of us involved, um, is to deepen your existing relationships and create new ones. (laughs) Great. Okay. Solid. We have four players. There's three different levels of cards. Level one is called perception. It's a little more like surfacey light levels of questions. Second one is called connection, and third one's a little deeper called reflection, and we'll pull like, mm, I don't know how many, however many we feel. And, and is every, um, for every question, and is there an actual game aspect to it? 
there's not like moving pieces around a board or anything <laughs> like that. There's like there's there, there's nothing like that. It's just like um, however many cards you pull, like mm -hmm. you do that for each level, and there's no like points or winning. Everybody wins because we just get to know each other better. Mm -hmm. You've played this, right, Josh? I feel like do you have it? I have it, yeah. And okay. um, somebody bought us the like relationship pack. We just haven't done it yet. Oh, cute. Okay, yeah, and it says like, so if I pull a question and I'm asking you guys, there is like, you could ask it back to me if you wanted to, but it's not required, it says. So like, it could just be like a one round type of thing so we don't have to go on forever. Um, and yeah. But so since you have the cards, I guess, do you just obviously uh, pull all the cards for everyone and then just read the questions or what's the best yeah. way to do it? I think that's what we can do. Yeah. Let me see. Uh -huh. Okay. So yeah, I'll just go along cause that explains the different levels. So we'll start with level one and it's called perception. Do you know how others see you? Level one is about gaining perspective on what first impressions we give off and challenging the assumptions we make about others. Yeah. So I'll go first and I will ask you all this question about me, I guess. Oh, so it's about you. I think it's about the person who's asking it. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Okay. Um, what fast food restaurant do you think I'm most likely to drive through? What's my order? Ooh. I feel like I should know this as is, but I don't, and that's upsetting me. Well, I don't go to drive through fast food, so this could be up for interpretation. Yeah, or older angel. My first instinct was uh, Taco Bell, because you used to go to Rocco's. <laughs> and my, my like, first thing, because I don't know if it's the first thing that I think of getting from Taco Bell, but it was a Crunchwrap Supreme. I've never even had one, but I do love Mexican food, so that's not far off. I was thinking Taco Bell, too, but only because don't they have, like, the Beyond Meat or whatever? So I was picturing you getting some type of vegan taco. They're getting it. Oh, okay. They are getting it. They could, they're coming back with the potatoes, too. Let's go. Oh, so yeah, those sons of bitches. Yeah, right? Come on. Um, <laughs> I don't – I'm going to go – I think you're, like, a Wendy's type of girl. That's my second instinct. And oh, I'm trying to, th but here's the thing. I'm trying to think what your order would be. I th first of all, every Wendy's order has to have a junior bacon cheeseburger involved because that's the goat of any and all. Like if you eat meat, that's the go-to. Like absolutely, without a doubt. But I, mm, I think you're like a spicy chicken sandwich kind of girl. I am. Let's go. <laughs> you get at Wendy's. If you go to Wendy's and you're not getting a spicy chicken sandwich, you're fucking up. That's I'm the best both. thing they have. I'm getting both. And a small chocolate frosty, baby. I was going to say a chocolate frosty. I haven't had Wendy's in like 15 years, probably. Same. I'm not 15 years, but. I probably haven't had Taco Bell in a genuine 15 years. I don't know how old that makes me, but I don't, I've definitely <laughs> never had it. But I, I think the concept of Mexican food was there in my soul. So you guys are all right. You're all winners to me. <laughs> Thanks, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next we'll do, we'll do Josh. I'll go this way in my screen. 
Yeah, I don't know where I am. Oh, okay, okay. This is for Josh. What compliment do you think I hear the most? I know the, I think I know. Definitely what? funny. There's that. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's that. <laughs> there's that. I was going to go, I was going to go something that has to do with complimenting his height. I, yeah, that was my time. first, that was my first instinct. Because I get Everybody. that a lot. And Josh is yeah. like, and it's like, I think has about an inch on me and I get it all the time. How tall are you guys? Six, Josh, well, you're six five, right, Josh? I just hit six six. Damn! You keep you're still growing. Yeah, I was just gonna no, say. No, 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 no. Like I just, I just <laughs> oh. in. Yeah. Take the thing, guys. I'm in my thirties. I'm not growing anymore. He, no, he measures whatever he measures himself against the doorway every Christmas, and just uh, like Michael Scott. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he's grown. Uh, no, or, I definitely like- um, hear that all the time. I was going to say, or what Kay just said before we started this conversation, that you're really good at impressions and you could have a career in it. Oh, yeah. Voiceover stuff. For sure. Bing, bing. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you, guys. Welcome. For you, anything. Okay. (laughs) This is for Jason, actually. I picked it and it felt more fitting for Jason. Um, how many speeding tickets do you think I've gotten in my life? I'm going to say How many speeding Jason, tickets do I think Jason got? Yeah, Jason, four, at least. At least? Five? Josh yeah. has five. Okay, what do you say? I was going to say eight. <laughs> the answer is one. And one I don't know why. <laughs> the answer is one, and I am judging all of you for that now. Oh, well, I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It, I do enjoy driving fast. I just don't do it stupidly. Also, I went I on the way home. You lose your license. <laughs> you wouldn't even have your license. True. So bad prediction. It just popped into my head. Fair enough. Yeah, like, no, I got one speeding ticket in the tunnel. I got a speeding ticket in the tunnel Do uh, on the way back from a second wedding in two days after shooting for 12 hours in Rhode Island and a cop pulled me over doing uh, 63 in the tunnel, which is a 45. Um, but oh, no one drives rude, but no one drives 45 in the tunnel. So I'm just like, and he was a total, I was mean. I was, I was, I was just like, dude, give me the ticket and let me go. I'm tired. <laughs> Wait, it's the speed limit is 45 in the tunnel. In the, in the, yeah. Under, and no what? one drives 45. You'll get hit if you drive 45. No yeah. way. You're either stuck in like standstill traffic going like 20 or you're going full on 70. Yep. But I caught him at a bad time and he caught me at a bad time. So I didn't have yeah, to so- any Sounds like he was bored. Yep. Well, next. Onward. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. okay start. This one's funny. I mean, okay. Yeah. I'll just go with it. I'm just going to go with the first ones every time. So this is for Kay. Does Kay seem like someone who would get a name tattooed on herself? Why or why not? <laughs> well, that's up for um, interpretation. What kind of name? A significant yeah, other? Yeah. A person in your family that you love? Two different things. I think she'd get a person that, like, in her family that she's close to, but I don't think she, or or a pet's name. But that's I, what I was going to say. But I don't think she would ever get a relationship person's name, like a, the name of someone she's dating on her body. I don't think so. Oh, thank God. Thank God you don't think that about You don't me. come across that way. 
That's like the kiss of death. You don't do that. Yeah, no way. Yeah, I thought this one was going to be too easy. I wouldn't get a pet's name either. I wouldn't get anyone's name. No, because I just do something more like symbolic that like looks nice as opposed to just like a straight up name. But I appreciate that you knew I would. You are. Yeah, you're more clever than that. Thank you. Uh, So this is a bad time to talk about the fact that I got Josh's name tattooed on the inside of my lip. Uh. (laughs) Oh, God. That's right, baby. (laughs) He loves me. Good thing it'll fade. Good thing. I'm just going to get it touched (laughs) up forever and ever. I get Jason's name tattooed on my teeth. (laughs) Hot. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on to level two. If we want to do extras in the the other ones, those will be better because we like to. We like to go in, you know? Mm. All right. We do like to go in. Here we go. Oh, this is for me. I just kept going with it. I just kept, kept it going. Somebody said I sounded by. like a little kid today. Really? I, was doing, I was doing another thing at work. That's being, I was going crazy. I was going fucking crazy. All right, Angel. All right. All right. <laughs> the, this question, is this question for my... Oh, it's for all of you. Okay, sorry, I got confused. How can you become a better person? We answer that for ourselves. I think you answer that for yourself. Hmm. How can I be a better person? I think I know. Go ahead. I think that I could probably be... um, not understanding, but more like, I can't think of the right word, but just like easier on like strangers for how they are. Because my first, especially, oh my God, driving, get out of here. But like, even just like walking around, like I'm always just assuming that everybody's like fucking stupid and that they don't know what they're doing. And you know, uh, maybe, uh, maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm right. But I think that I could probably give them the benefit of the doubt more and be a little bit easier on people I don't know. That's a good one. That is a good one. I was going to say, I was going to say, to stop taking things personally, because when I, like, I'm a very sensitive person, and when I take things personally, it takes away from, like, the other person's experience or, like, whatever the other person is going through. And I, like, make it about me in a way because I'm, like, taking it so, like, I'm so sensitive and taking a lot of situations personally. So it really takes away from, like, the other person's experience of the situation. So I think that. Really? Yeah. I've always thought of you as, like, so selfless and so, like, um, mindful about what everybody else is going through. I've never thought you were selfish. Thank you. No, and I, I agree. I'm definitely very mindful, but I think in like certain situations, I can like take criticism personally or take certain like things that people say or do personally when like that can just be your thing. And I should let that like, I don't know. I don't know if that any of this makes sense, but I oh, get what you're sense. saying, but it like exists at the same time yeah. of like needing to let other people have their moment. Uh, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. That whole situation sort of almost happening in your head, even though you're you are you're very generous with your time and your energy and all of that. 
but you mean like in your head you're sort of going through this thing of like taking it personally even if mm-hmm. you're not showing outward definitely that makes sense I can relate to that mm-hmm. I feel like mine would be I've been trying to make sure like the people closest to me in my life feel really loved and appreciated lately because I think sometimes we all just get so busy and forget to just like send our friends random little gifts or just like tell them how much we love them or thank them for whatever. So I've been really trying to make sure that I'm appreciative towards the people in my life and then also um, grateful for everything that I have in my life because I can get a little too obsessed with like, what do I have to do next or what do I want to do next or, you know, just like always like the next thing and forgetting to slow down and be grateful for myself and other people mine is so like part of mine is stuff i've been working on too but something that i really like for example i used to be really really bad at this and it's definitely something i'm working on is like not always thinking about like the next point in conversation um my brain has a bad habit of just like thinking about 50 different things at once and like where the conversation is going instead of like just ruminating on what's happening and like in the here and now rather than like, where can I take the conversation? Um, Definitely done like a better job of that recently, but it's still like the biggest thing I'm working on as I get older is to make people feel, cause I don't want people to feel like I'm not listening to them or not valuing what they're saying uh, because I, I always am. And I will remember things that like people say to me that are important very well. It means a lot to me to when I hear things about people. Um, But I want to make sure that they know in the moment rather than retroactively that they feel like that I've been listening to them and like really can focus in on one thing. Um, That and I don't know, kind of piggybacking off Kay. Also like doing the thing where like just because you are like, yeah, you can take like your your days that you need, but like definitely making sure that the people around you always feel loved. which I think I do a decent job of, but every so often people are like, where have you been? And I'm like, I don't want that to be a thing. Like, yeah, I don't I want that, that to be a too. thing. Yeah, but I think, I've, I think the main thing for me is like staying on one point and like reining my brain in. Being present be- in the, the current conversation. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Me too. I, sure. I feel that too. Yeah, that's, those are all like really good things to work on. Wow, good job, guys. That's a good one. Proud of us. I fact. What about Angel? Um, did I say mine? You said yours. You did. Uh-huh. Oh, I did. did you? Yeah, you yeah. responded to it about the. You said that she's always. You've always felt she's very selfless. Remember? Oh my God, that feels like forever ago. <laughs> <laughs> How long did I talk for? <laughs> it's been a while. Get out! <laughs> out of here, Jason. All right, we got, I'll do one for each of us in this round since we're all just answering them anyway. Um, Has a stranger ever changed your life? Ooh. I guess everyone in your life start, I I literally just posted a photo of a sign that said this the other day. And as soon as it was coming out of my mouth, I was remembering that, but sort of everyone starts as a stranger that you're closest to other than your family members. I mean, I guess you could argue even they do, but they all change your, like every single one of you have changed my life in some way, but you were a stranger at one point. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. Me too. There's, I mean, it, people that you still don't know, I mean, like, last snowstorm, some guy, like, helped me get my car unstuck. Like, he changed my life by making it a little bit easier, but, like, 
I, I think that when we think of these things, we think about it more as like a emotional or like a spiritual thing where like physically he made my life easier. Right. Like emotionally, the, I don't know, fuck that guy, whatever. <laughs> I thought you were going to be less judgmental of strangers. Yeah, right. <laughs> that was the joke, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bit. Uh, that is I, the bit. I, I struggled to think of something that was like, monumental at first because like the first thing that popped in my head was when it was just like a memory that I had at a show where I met somebody who was super sweet from like Dortmund Germany who was like just kind of like made me feel like really it was a super cool and I was seeing like my favorite that's, that's band. So specific well we talked about Dortmund because <laughs> yeah I because yeah. because I'm a Liverpool fan and our manager uh was the manager for Dortmund before so we like struck up conversation and I just remember like being really really like what's the word I'm looking for um like just excited about like the fact that you can have such like an authentic experience with a stranger um but the one that really hits for me was when i was and he wasn't a stranger to me at first because he was when i was a freshman in high school uh as you guys know i ran cross country and track um there was a kid who ran for hamilton Wenham whose name was gabe passioni and I remember after our race, we got smoked. Like their team was so good. It was like our kid, top kid versus Gabe um, and then everybody else. And I was like right behind as a freshman, like their runners, like two through six. I was like right in that group. Um, and I remember, and I didn't do well in high school in terms of like getting like really like along with other people. Um, I've talked about this with all of you at length, but like getting bullied and just not really feeling like I fit in. A whole heck of a lot even though I wanted to um and I remember Gabe came over to me not really knowing me just kind of knew me as like the young freshman kid from Pentucket who was like pretty decent at running and he came over and grabbed me he's like hey man like let's go for a cool down run like after our race was over settled and done with and it was just me him and our top kid and we went and just cooled down and I remember like his kindness was just so impactful to me that and we became more than just like strangers, so to speak. Like we, he started like keeping in touch with me throughout the year. Uh, we went on a few runs together after that, like during the summer and stuff, he actually passed away the summer oh. after I met him. Um, but like oh. that, but his like impact on me has been astronomical. Um, he really taught me how to like keep a loving heart with like people that you've never met before. And to just like, despite like the shit I was going through, to like really maintain like big heart and like treat the people around you that like with the love that they deserve, even if, because you never know like what someone's really going through. And I always had like a compassionate heart growing up, but Gabe was the one who like cemented it home for me. And that's why like his passing when I was a freshman, like crushed. Um, but I like, will never forget that. I, that moment was like still to this day, like one of them, probably like a turning point for me big time. Yeah, those little moments of yeah. kindness are so impactful. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. That's why you try to be nice to like every, everybody that you can. I know that I was like, oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> like before, and I say that I, I do that a lot, but like that's like in person, especially. Um, and in my job, I meet a lot of people like randomly and stuff like that. Um, that I might see again, like once a week, stuff like that, and uh, building rapport and like being nice with everybody, like it really does mean a lot to people. Yeah, as yeah. Jason was saying, it's it's huge. Tis, what's your Tis. name?
Um, I was like really thinking I didn't have one at all, but I did think of one um, when I was studying abroad in Manchester. There was like this weekend trip to Scotland that the university, Manchester, England, not New Hampshire. My apologies. (laughs) You may have been confused. (laughs) Um, There was a anyone not from New England. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, no one even knows it exists. (laughs) I know. When I went home and I had University of Manchester sweater, it was the only time anyone was like, wait a second, what do you mean? Um, <laughs> sorry, but um, when I was studying there and they had like a university sponsored trip to Scotland and I was like, just really wanted to go to Scotland. So I went alone and then I was on the bus and like, it's just so awkward and you don't know anybody. And I think so many people felt that. And then I met two groups of people, like two girls from Bulgaria and one from Germany. And we were all just like alone and kind of felt a little awkward. Um, And we just started talking to each other and we spent the entire weekend together, which was really cool. And it wasn't necessarily like life changing, but in that moment and like reflecting on it after made me realize that I could literally like, I just felt so empowered. Like I can just strike up a conversation and build a relationship with people from like all over the world and them to me and though I didn't like we didn't necessarily connect or talk after that trip or like haven't talked to each other in years it was like such a powerful moment to be like wait I can literally do anything and like connections to me are the most important thing so like being able to just connect with people randomly on a bus and spend the weekend together and like have a fun time and even if it's just for that moment, I don't know. It felt pretty, pretty powerful. That's awesome. That is. Those are the best moments. Mm-hmm. Love that. What's yours, Kay? Um, I guess, well, I wasn't really sitting here thinking of a specific one because I sort of said the friends all start as strangers one. I was sure. very enveloped in listening to all of yours, so I did not think of a specific one. <laughs> Though I'm that sure was- there is some specific one I'm not thinking of. But I forgot your Def- answer was definitely that. We all kind of yeah. start out that way anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. Damn. LaCroix. Uh, number two. I rectangle is sponsored by LaCroix. Nice. And now it's, uh, just a pause here to talk about our sponsors for today's podcast. LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know it. <laughs> and hopefully we're not really strangers. It's no free promos. Oh, no free promos. <laughs> Write the check. Write the check. <laughs> That's what I said when Kay and I finished off our podcast episode. I was like, and if you don't know, not, we're not really strangers. I'm not paid to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a 12-pack of LaCroix to satisfy your thirst. <laughs> uh, great. That's going to last me two days. <laughs> <laughs> two days? If you're lucky, right? Have you ever had Spindrift? Yes. I hate it. <gasps> You do? I even, ha- I even had one out of your fridge, and I didn't enjoy it. Maybe you didn't like the flavor. You've got to give it another chance. I'm middle ground on Spindrift. I've had good ones, and I've had ones where I'm like, I don't think I've had it. I love it. You would like it. I don't know what LaCroix. it is either. I'm drinking like, it right now. Key lime LaCroix, for whatever reason, it just slaps. I don't know what it is. What you got there, Kay? It's Spindrift with water. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe it needs of. to be watered down. It's pineapple spindrift. Maybe right, it needs like... to have some water involved. Yeah, go ahead, Jason. Give me two seconds. Go ahead. Take five seconds, not minutes. Five seconds? 
Yeah. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Jason, you're running out of time. Already Four out Mississippi. Like, uh, what is like? He's got to be back soon. Five Mississippi. He ran out of oh, time. Pretty close to five. Yeah, kind of like that. It is. I know I said two seconds, but it was we five counting. Mississippi's. It was five Happy generous Mississippi's. Five very generous. generous. Very generous, Jason. Remember this. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I wanted to add a little bit more rum to my drink that I'm having while we hang out. Wow. Okay. I should have made one. Me too. Oh, I, think. Oh, I, I have one. no booze and my ideas expired. Oh, no. <laughs> when I called the DMV to do it the first first time, like after it expired, because obviously like COVID and stuff like that shut all of that down. You can't just walk in and do whatever. You have to make an appointment. I was the 77th person in line. Oh, when God. I called, I was like, I'm hanging up. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that would be like nine hours. Yeah. Well, my car is unregistered and I can't go to the DMV because of the same in person issue. I imagine if the phone lines are that bad, the lines to the actual place will be horrible. Or is no one there? Like... No one wants to be there. Oh, Josh, when. Uh, do you know what I thought of when I said, oh, I'm the only one drinking? And you'll, re- you'll like this. I was thinking the one thing this party could use is more <laughs> booze. That's a MF Doom reference only for Josh. <laughs> Put yourself in your own shoes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the goat. It was very niche. It's it so was... funny when people do like, sometimes Blake does this too, like quote something so obscure that it could have been like a normal thing someone says out loud in this very moment. And I'm like, supposed to know what that was yeah no not like the part before it it's like it's makes it sound like he's gonna say the one thing this party could use is more and then based on the rhyme scheme it sounds like he's gonna say bitches but then he says booze put yourself in your own shoes and goes off on a whole another tangent and it's like real fucking clever that guy mf doom was the greatest rapper who ever lived greatest greatest rhyme like he could put a rhyme scheme better together than anybody I'd say the only person that's even close to that, in, in, to my knowledge, is in terms of like how much it flows and how much actually rhymes in it, is uh, ASAP. Yep. ASAP. Mm. Wait, did you say ASAP or ASAP? ASAP Rock. Oh my God. ASAP Rock. Yep. Who predates ASAP Rocky? <laughs> <laughs> by, a, like- by a ton. <laughs> by, by, by a long ways. Oh, All right. Yeah. Anywho. Okay, we, get, let's- let's, we can get the ball rolling yeah let's do it i'll do tomorrow i don't know how yeah i'll We've done two this on this one this is tough yeah we got one more level two more okay well i'm just going for it you guys sign off when you need to i got all hey, night baby this one's a deep one and then we'll get into a, l- a little more lighter one and if this is a little triggering you can skip it what's the most pain you've ever been in that wasn't physical Oh God! Oh. Sorry, guys. We have to get it, deep for a moment. No, I'm just trying to figure out what the Definitely answer. Definitely, my mom being sick and passing away for sure. Mm. That's a horrific pain. Yeah, I was gonna say my grandma passing away too. Yeah. It was like I, I'm sure you can very much relate on a much deeper level, but like so so weird to like I don't know. I've just never had a pain that you literally can't solve like that. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. break up with people or yeah, like you're 
having like a bad time or like whatever, but like something that you genuinely cannot do anything about is like mm-hmm. very intense. Yeah. yeah. And that was so my right. first time experiencing it. So. I mean, yeah, I don't really have anything like that. I, my grandmother passed when I was like very young and I remember even just like being at the funeral and thinking, Oh, wow, everyone's like really sad. Just like sitting there, like not crying, and like I look over at my cousin, and he's like bawling, and I'm just like, I, maybe I just didn't get it. I don't know, but yeah. like I've had I've had some really bad breakups and like really like traumatic relationships that really that. But I uh, I think the thing that still bothers me to this day is like my childhood dog passing away was like the. Oh. The thing that really bothered me. Yeah. But that's it. She's a good dog. One. one of your dogs now is probably that dog reincarnated. Those little souls stick around with you. They sure do. I honestly was trying to think this over. It's like, and I think I can remember the day. like that Because I was, again, you were talking about this and like losing certain people. I've always like, my relationship with like, people passing is always I think it's like healthy more than anything now um it was bad when I was younger like when I talked about when Gabe passed away that was like my first instance of like being old enough to lose something that you really really cared about and like when that happened like I probably there's been like other hurt that I've experienced that was like super super heavy uh or like people that I was closer with but that was like my first instance of it but I don't know if that would be my answer. I think it would probably be when I was a junior um, in high school, to clarify. um, I was definitely struggling with my ADHD and like staying properly medicated. And that was something I always had. And you could just like look at how my grades would be like, I'd get like straight A's one semester and then really be struggling the next. And it wasn't because of like the subject material. It'd just be because of like being like a, quickly growing human being who is like not good about asking for help on things. Um, and one semester I ended up becoming academically ineligible to run track. And the part that hurt the most about that was like, I knew I, th- I think I let my parents down the most because like my mom consistently told me like, you need to like, when you need help, ask for it. Like, don't be so prideful. And that's something I've always struggled with is asking other people for help. And it was like something that kept me sane through like a really terrible high school experience, which, cause I did not like high school. Like I obviously, like I've talked about this before. Uh, a lot of people are like, high school was so great for me. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm super happy for you. I can't relate. Uh, and when yeah. they took away running, which was, there was like a lot of things that I still have a bone to pick with my high school and meant, like how my teachers handled all that. Like they did not give my parents a heads up when they asked about it. Like when my grades were slipping and stuff like that but they took away the one thing that was really good for me with my ADHD. And I felt like I let my my parents down. I let my team down and I was missing a part to myself. That was just like, it was super devastating. And I remember that was coinciding with coming home and having a really bad day, like where I got into it with a kid who was on my track team, who was being a huge, huge asshole. And I just like came home and I remember my parents had never seen me like break down, but that was like the day where my mom came home and was like, are you good? And I just lost it. So that's yeah. probably, that was the one where I was just like, 
having to face the fact that I couldn't run track and was already having a bad time and just feeling like shameful. And that was like the first real instance of it. Oh, thank you. That was the last thing you needed is to have track taken away. Yeah. yeah, that was rough. Yeah. And it's like not being able to like have somebody like at school that like understood that like this was a thing. And also like I felt bad for a couple of my teachers. Some of the other ones very candidly could get fucked. Like I do not care. Like I will say that on the record. Like I do not care. That was irresponsible when my mom was like, oh, I remember every single one of them that can get just fucked. like well my mom like my mom is amazing and so loving and so sweet and she was like just let me know if my kid's like not passing it as homework because i was acing my tests like crushing it but i just wouldn't do my homework and she said, just tell me if he's not doing Same. that i'll make sure it's fine and they never told her at the like she asked at the parent teacher conference like can we do this and they're like yep and then they never did and then i failed and my guidance counselor was like this is messed up and it was a whole thing but that level i just remember like, especially when you're a high schooler, like you, your identity is built on like a few core things. Like you really haven't found yourself yet. And to strip one of those away when you're already going through it. I just remember feeling so, so hopeless for a minute. And mind you, I was dealing with a lot of mental health issues at the time too. And it just kind of all piled up at that one point. And I was like, whoa, yeah, I'm super glad I'm past that. Like that was, cool. but it was a learning experience too. Like, understanding that I can't let my pride get in the way and like I can't be so egotistical about like I got this or like there are rules and not everything you have to do is gonna you're gonna like um but in the moment I didn't see that I just saw like sadness it was rough wow I can't believe they didn't even give your parents a heads up yeah my mom was my, I didn't know about this until a couple of years ago but I guess my mom like really went at the school like when they were sitting my parents down when they had a meeting with them because I was the number one track kid too I was our top distance runner I was our top cross-country runner and I felt like that was like the biggest part to my identity in a time when I wasn't fitting in it was rough but um yeah good things came from it running it made me realize that like running isn't everything and like at the, especially at the time that's like was the biggest thing for me it was running and drumming one of those stuck around the other one not so much but yeah, sorry. Long yeah. I had a similar experience, Jason, where they just didn't, I did, I never did any homework, but like, they didn't even tell my mom that they would like have a, they'd have sit her down, have a, have a meeting and be like, so your son's doing really well in his test, but he doesn't hand in any homework at you ago. Yep. And be like, not to make it sound like she didn't care or anything. Like, obviously right. she cared about it but she'd be like yep and they'd be like you already know about this and she's like yep he never does he never does and Fuck then homework. Pass? i barely passed high school i was gonna go to school for uh for art actually i was gonna school um well first i wanted to go for music that never worked out and then i was gonna go to school for art i didn't go to school for either and i'm probably better for it it's funny, by the way, real quick, how that works when, like, you think, like, something's bad in the moment, like, this isn't working out, and then you're, like, 10 years later or whatever, you're, like, oh, wow, that was, like, a blessing in disguise, like, because the same thing happened to me with my grades in college, where I, like, got, I was dealing with a lot of anxiety, and if I was behind on stuff, I would just completely ignore the problem and would stop going to class and stuff like that, and I would have, <laughs> nice, Josh, <laughs> uh, but it was, like, one of those things where it's like, okay, cool. I'm glad I didn't stick around my college because I was literally only there to run and I would be in incredible amounts of debt and doing something maybe in a career path that doesn't fit me as well as, as, as 
photography does but mm-hmm. sometimes like and now obviously it's a little bit different with like um with like personal loss but when it comes down to like to wrap it back to that question it's like it's cool that we can all kind of like take something from like those moments that end up being like hey that actually worked out mm-hmm. yeah a lot of times nice. defeat ends up being a victory further yeah. down the road lost the battle win the war baby so, what were you saying Kay? i was just gonna say there's so many times when things don't work out or get interrupted or whatever the case is and in the moment i'm like what the fuck and then yeah down the line I'm like, oh my God, thank God that worked out like that. Or thank God I sort of like learned that lesson from that experience. Right. That's what we got to teach the kids. All right, last level two question. And it's much lighter. I just wanted to like shake us up. I felt like it was good to get uncomfortable, even though it was a shitty question. Um, What title would you give this chapter in your life? Ooh, I've had this question before. <laughs> Can you read her that question one time? Yep. Um, what title would you give this chapter in your life? Ooh. Huh. I need to ruminate on that one. No. <laughs> Josh has an answer from previous gameplay. Um, I, I'm trying to like remember it. I. What's the title that I would give it? I would give it a title of making the best of a shit show of a year. <laughs> the truth. Or the year that changed everything. I know I was going to have, I, I like had a something in mind that I was like, what would I actually read from a book? And like the year that changed everything is such like a booky type of chapter title. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think that... I would just say like uh like introspective growth really do something like stupid and vague like that but I I just feel like the last like I went from probably being like the most down I had ever been um like emotionally and stuff like that to feeling like a completely new person and completely feeling like myself. Oh, that's amazing. So I think that I've just realized a lot of things in the past like year or so that just make me feel like a more complete and a more like real person. Like I'm not chasing some idea of what I want to be and stuff like that. I'm just accepting like what I am and moving forward. So I would, I'd maybe call it growth. We'll put something else in parentheses, but who knows? I like that. You are you are more yourself and more like light than I've ever known you to be. So I'm happy to hear that you feel that. Thank you. I, I echo those sentiments, Angel. Mm. Um, mine was going to be kind of in the same vein of like, make it sound like it's a self-help book, but be like uh, an exercise in like self-reflection. Um, well, I love that. A good one. Yeah. Yeah. This like, Delicious. yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot about myself more than I had in all of my twenties in like the last two years. Um, mm. I like opened myself up to people in ways that I hadn't before. Um, 
dove into like a serious relationship, um, learned what I need from like in relationships from the people around me. But most importantly, I like have done a lot of like looking inwards about like where I was letting people down that like, not in a bad way, not like that's not a bad thing. Like everyone lets people down and like being able to come to terms with it, face it. And then like, okay, like how can I not do this? Um, and also for me, like battling complacency has been a big thing. So like within that title, like that's a huge thing for me. So it's been good. I feel like I've becoming like a better professional, a better person um, in like all sorts of facets. So I second that for myself also. The last two years have been huge periods of growth. Hell yeah. Damn. Angel. You guys have like, I mean, I feel like everyone has the same theme. So now I'm like, I wish I had an actual great title for this moment. <laughs> it's almost like, it's almost like we're friends. I know. <laughs> I, but the, the same time, like the past year has been huge for like a lot of people. Like yeah. Yeah, to, to be alone with yourself most of the oh, time. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, that is so uncomfortable for some people. And now I'm sitting here like diddy bopping, like making noises like, hey, 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 hey. It's the same thing too. It's like confinement that became the year I became more myself. (laughs) It's also crazy too, because like being on the flip side, on the other side of that coin, Josh, it's like um, you're going through one of two things. If like you're living alone or whatever, like you're going through like heavy, heavy isolation. Or if like you're with somebody, you're going through levels of like being around somebody that you hadn't. And that's going to either be, and it can be it's not fine like one or the other it's not black and white there's a lot of both going on but it can either be really really good or really bad i mean it for me it did exacerbate issues that ended a relationship with a significant other and that's okay like that's totally okay like we're allowed to go through these things i started the whole like quarantine thing by like moving in with my like new girlfriend and i it's it's been it's been it's never been difficult like she's very 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 easy to get along with and live with it's amazing she's lovely she's fantastic but it's been i went from like having all of the things at my disposal that like i would always use like i don't have like my drums here like just playing like games with my friends like doing everything like that so like it has been a learning experience in being less distracted which is nice but i think that again that's something that we can all be better for is being like less distracted by things and actually like dealing with stuff yeah i was gonna say something similar josh it's like um i was gonna say i found my title too like hello it's nice to meet you because i feel like especially living with a significant other i know it's cheesy but i actually mean it too because it's like It's easy to, it's not easy, let me back up. It's not easy to uh, spend time by yourself, but it's almost harder to carve out personal time when you live with a significant other or even a roommate because you're so intertwined in your life, which is beautiful. But it's like such an exercise in learning what is yours and like, what do I want to spend time doing? And like, it has definitely at least been like extremely challenging for me to learn that because I've never had to like carve out time because I usually just have all the time I'm just with myself but it's it's so much like 
I've learned so much and I've grown so much from being able to like discern that time and, and also be coexisting with another human. Right. Mm. I, 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 I love it. Whatever. Yeah, no, same. Absolutely. And I think it, and that's why it's like, like nice to meet you because I feel like I'm actually getting to know myself in the way I can interact in my personal relationships on such a deeper level and with myself. So uh-huh. interesting. Yes. Agree. When you strip away like that constant stimulation of just like being around people, I feel like you start to like really reflect on the things that you care the most about. I think it's done a lot of good for a lot of people. Um, even if it's been tough, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I feel like now I know like what I want in people, both like as friends and romantically and in myself. And like, mm-hmm. I went through my entire twenties of being, well, the majority of my twenties being like pretty like, unsure and like like what i needed out of friends and like what i needed out of like a partner and what i needed out of myself um, oh yeah and thinking that you even know what you want and then getting yeah it and being like this is this is terrible not, yeah no that's that was exactly i've been there like and now it's like okay cool and i'm not saying i have it locked down of course not that's dumb to think that but it's no. been good for all of us i think i, I love that all of us kind of have that same i, th- I think it's because i don't know maybe our friend group kind of has is that glow up baby yeah i feel like we're all kind of going through it and i think it's like the similar like general age group as well as like yeah we all have kind of like similar hearts and like how we deal with people yeah for sure this year just like asked everything of us and just made us forced us to get so brutally honest with what Mm -hmm. was and wasn't working in our Mm -hmm. lives and in ourselves and our government that that too for sure everything where my check at where my check at joe where my check at (laughs) i need to get my other one i finally got one by the way i got my first 600 dollars one i never got the 1200 but i didn't get the you didn't get the 1200 i don't know i do not (laughs) because i think at the time i had filed an extension on my taxes so they were like yeah no no none for you and i'm like cool thanks thanks guys i couldn't have used that I can't get right. a prepaid debit card. Level, th- level three. Level three. I got two questions, and those will be all our last two. But um, first one, what do you think your most defining characteristic is? We have to answer for ourselves. Yeah. Because the question is actually, what do you think my most defining characteristic is? But I don't feel like I want to do that. I feel like I want us to think of one for ourselves. Ooh, I don't so know. I'm switching that. it up, people. Look inward. To pick one characteristic. Yeah, I guess. I didn't think either. I'm, I'm over here like this is so easy. I didn't even think. I, yet. Think, I, I think I know. Go ahead. All right, Jason. No. All right, hit I it. Mine is just like it, like just like loving. Like I try to make everybody that I come in contact with just to feel loved. Like even if I see you like once in a while, I always, because I'm general, and it's always genuine, but I'm always really excited to see people that I like, that I care about. Like, don't get me wrong. Like if people that I do not care about, I'm never going to go out of my way or anything like that to make them feel ostracized unless they're like, I don't know, not being kosher to like people that I care about, like then I'll let you know. But for me, it's like if even if I see you, like you can call him a fucking dick, you know. Yeah, pretty much that's it. That is literally it. <laughs> but like, it's one of those things where it's and I'm and I'm also quick to like stick up for my friends and for myself now more than anything. But I feel like the biggest thing is like if I see somebody that I care about, I want them to understand like 
Well, lots of people try to play it too cool, and I'm never going to do that. That's corny to me. Like, oh, yeah. That. Like, ugh, gross. But, like, in the, I remember I got a message the other day from somebody just being, like, who joined into a Discord call that we were, when we were playing video games, and I just, like, said the person's name out loud, like, really excited. And she messaged me, like, later that night with, like, two of my friends in a group chat. I was like that just made me feel so good and that's just kind of like it's something that i tried to do with people is to like make them feel loved so i would say like my overarching like one personality trait is like just being very full of love love that i agree with that me too mine is too similar so i'll just go second i was gonna say that i feel like i try to make people feel really special and this came to light so much yesterday um, it was my best friend Kayla's birthday and uh, I good human. forgot it. And it was the, it was not funny cause I tried to hold myself back from the ledge, but it was like 3.30 PM my time. And I'm freaking out to Blake. I'm like, Oh my God, I forgot my best friend's birthday. Like, I can't even believe this. And he goes, wait, it's 3 PM. It's still her birthday. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? And I'm like, like, I don't know the person that I am. I want to let the people I know, like, I don't know, all my best friends, like as soon as I wake up or like the moment I remember, like not halfway through the day when it's just another happy birthday. Like I just try to go like two above and beyond, but I do think that Every like it's- Every imp- year you post like a thousand things about it. So yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just so important, especially it. birthdays. It's like, I'm so happy you're alive. Are you kidding me? It's like the best day ever. But you know, it's just... <laughs> what? what? That, no, I'm just saying that that the way that you just said that, I've never cared about birthdays. I think that I think that they're stupid. If you like your birthday, that's like good for you. Like, I will say happy birthday to you. Like, I'm not knocking you for liking birthdays. I don't like my birthday. But the way that you put it made me feel bad for hating my birthday so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, just feel happy that you're alive. You don't have, You can still hate it, but just for a moment be like, holy shit, I can't believe that I've been on this earth for this long. I honestly think about that every time I look at my hands. <laughs> your hands? <laughs> Why your I actually hands? do that too. <laughs> this, is, this is like the most telling thing about a person. Like... If you, like, if you lift weights, you have calluses all over your hands. Like, if you, like, Play paint, drums. You, you, you probably have, like, paint under your fingernails. Like, if you put on, like, nails, like, you probably like looking fancy and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> there's, your hands, you, you do so much with them. And to to think about it in, like, a, like a story sort of telling thing like i have scars all over my hands and all over my fingers from like everything that i've done my whole life like this is this is a chapter book i am like holding back from a papa roach reference like right now don't do it don't do it (laughs) i am so sorry Don't hold back. I literally just thought of it. No. These scars remind me, Josh. (laughs) How do I get out? How do I leave? Uh, (laughs) uh, Josh, kind of like when people look at like our hands, like, oh, this kid plays drums. Yeah. I've never thought about hands in that way. That's such a poetic way to look at them. I have a whole new love and um, appreciation now. You want to really fuck you up. What? I'm ready. You... Everything that you touch and you feel, like with your fingers, 
you 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 don't feel the shape of your hands you just feel them feeling other things mm-hmm. i could cry thinking about that actually so <laughs> when you when you close your eyes and touch something and you stop thinking about the fact that your hands are shaped like that they are and just feel the sensations wild yeah no exactly that that's really interesting actually i never what was that what it's his aquarius and his virgo Bro, that means <laughs> I don't even know what those are. <laughs> I don't even know I'm just are. here for a good time. <laughs> okay, no, I know what they are, but I don't know where they fall in my chart. I don't know anything about my chart. I'm so weird, and I like all my friends. I like once I see their sun, moon, and rising, it's stuck in my head forever. Like I will just usually, mostly forever, remember it. Also, we can't let Kay forget to answer. Well, I can't. What was even the question? Unless you already did. What's What's your most defining characteristic? Oh, oh I didn't answer either. Wait, did you? Oh, yeah, you didn't. You oh, were just talking about only hands. me and Angel have gone. Only me and Angel. Have okay, gone. I know mine. <laughs> um, I know what it is. <laughs> you'll have to think I, while Kay says hers. I think it's my emotional intelligence because it allows me to connect with myself and with other people really, like intuitively. Uh, and just like sort of understand what people are going through without them like fully even needing to verbalize and just understanding kind of like I'm a Virgo moon also so I feel like I can like easily pick apart things and just like understand exactly what's going on without a lot of words and understand like okay what's like the healthy emotional emotionally healthy way to handle this situation but very well that encapsulates you very well thank you couldn't say it better myself. She had that ready, Josh. She didn't have a lot of time not to think. A joke. Yeah. I have no fucking idea. Um, You've already demonstrated it in this call, so hopefully it's not uh, too hard for you to reflect. Yeah. I can I can answer for Josh if he can't figure something out. I, I said a lot of things. Saying. What did I say? It's the, f- the way you say them and the way you think about things. So it's up to you. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> I'm throwing you a softball here, Josh. Josh, Josh, do you need us an assist? I'm missing it. I don't know. You You can't miss it. A, it's you. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's exactly why he can miss it. Because that's Go ahead, like Jason. it's uh, I think Josh does a really good job of like getting people to like loosen up and have fun. Like that's the first thing whenever I when I first time I met Josh, I instantly knew that I wanted to be around him more because of like his sense of humor, but also like the way that he like treats his friends uh that to me like whenever i talk about like josh i'm always talking about like just it it all stems back to like humor and that like because he shows his kindness through humor yeah i was gonna say your ability to connect through humor like i remember i was standing Uh alone at angel's party and i had come with a few friends but i didn't know a lot of people there and Mm -hmm. you just came up to you like hello And just start talking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. like it's not Gosh. often someone just walks up to you and is like, hello, and starts a conversation. And it was so I mean, nice. That's how you do it with your friends, right? Yeah, but we weren't and friends yet, so it was great. True. And it's that characteristic coupled with then you can also sit down on the couch and have a full-blown, like, below-the-surface level conversation with people. So it's like perfect combo. I think actually you said what's your favorite color, not hello, now that I'm thinking about it. That's such a Josh thing to do. Just like, <laughs> I don't know you, but what's your favorite color? That's a, because that's like one of the best icebreakers. And it like, depending on how much somebody is going to say after that, like is a really good like gauge of how shy or like what their personality is. 
Or if they're interested in talking to you in that moment, too. Yeah, too. Hi, I'm Josh. What's your favorite color? Yeah. It's um, fluorescent buddy, beige. Buddy, buddy the elf, what's your favorite color? <laughs> All right, I couldn't decide between these final two questions, so you will have to take a, a poll on which one you'd rather talk about. Ready? Okay, or we can do it's both. Be- I was just going to say we can do, do both. Do you want to do both? Or dos. All right, well, this will be good. Okay, let me see which order I want to go in. What can I help you with? But how do we all answer that? Oh, yeah. That might be a tough one. Or could we say, what do you need help with? Was that weird? And then we can all say what we would need, we need most assistance with. What do you think you need help with? It is, it is sort of tough to like. Oh, I know my answer. Self-analyze yourself and be like, what do I need help with? You don't know until you know the answer. Uh, mine is I need a, I think a I know. Kick, I, mine is I need a kick in the ass when I'm like, uh, like taking a bit to do something. I'm way too much of like a perfectionist. And if I put my heart into something, I really don't like to settle um, with things. And that oftentimes leads me with like the anxiety, I guess, like of – uh, to use like the term like a performance anxiety of like I don't want to put something out into the world or do something if I'm half-assing it and sometimes I need to be like you don't have to full ass everything like you mm-hmm. really don't like you no. need to because then you're never because if you're doing that much on your mental like you're really just kind of like setting yourself back like you got to really allow yourself to try new things in a way that isn't that there's no pressure um totally. it's happened with it's happened with me with like streaming on twitch or whatever like i haven't done it yet and i have wanted to do it for like four years but like oh uh, me too in my in my dumbass missed the wave of when like i could have been doing it all this time in the background because I, ha- I set my own schedule i do all these things but like that's definitely the overarching thing i need people to be like you talk all this cool about all these cool ideas you want to do and then none of it materializes and i need like consistently to be like jason what the hell are you doing get off your ass and go make it happen Definitely too. It's like the waking up and just not feeling motivated. Like of sometimes mental health yeah. days, and then you put it off, and then three weeks later you're like, "Shit, I should have done that." But yeah, that's my thing. It's like that. I need Motivation is a really tough thing because there's actually, it's not. There's nothing that motivates you except yourself when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. T- it's tough to like wake up some days and be like, "Wow, well, no one's gonna kick my ass." So I always like to think about the end result and how I'll feel. And that's that a good way to do it. Me. And also, like, I de- perfectionism is definitely a thing for me, too. And I always just remind myself it's, like, totally just rooted in fear and shame. And it's just, like, the little inner child us being, like, I'm scared. And I don't want to be, like, rejected. And I don't want to fuck up. Right. You know? Just yeah, you wanted it to be perfect so it would never seem like you were going to, and, like, yeah. fuck it up. My, and then nobody could ever be, like, bad. bleh. Yeah, because when your you're like little childhood brain sees things in black and white and doesn't understand context, so like when you fuck up or feel rejected, it's like I'm not loved and I'm not safe. So mm-hmm. well, it loops back to when I was talking about like the pride of like not doing well in school and like yeah that feeling of like I felt like and that wasn't I wasn't letting anybody down. Like my success in school only affected like me more than anything. I mean, yeah, it affected my team in terms of the fact I couldn't run, but like. In the grand scheme of things, who gives a shit? Like, it's not that serious. But, like, my issue yeah. is, like, I have an issue with, like, asking for help with pride. Like, because it's a pride thing. 
Same. I always have to remind myself not to take myself and everything in life so seriously. It's weird because I feel like I have such a good sense of humor, but then at the same time, sort of just like take myself so seriously. I very much relate. What was even the question? I forget. Thing you need help with. Uh, okay. What do I need help with? Well, I feel like maybe a little bit of what Jason was saying, and I need more like safe socialization, which I can also very much help myself with and have been, but. What do you mean by safe? Like just whatever, like whether it's like hanging in a park or like FaceTimes or like I've just been making more of an effort to do more things so I don't Mm -hmm. feel like isolated and unconnected in any way. So I guess I don't like fully need help with it, but it's a good thing to put out there to petition to do this more often then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I would like to, you know, I guess third what Jason and Kay both said now that I just think that I need like a push sometimes a little motivation. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. Should we start a motivational group text? We just like consistently put We have like, one. You can we'll, do it. <laughs> we'll just put like corny inspirational memes in a chat. Hang in there. Pancake cat. What did you say? I said pancake cat. <laughs> if you dream it, you can achieve it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I write a lot of sort of like right. inspiring content for work. So I'll just start writing inspiring stuff for us every day now too. <laughs> I'm always in for that. But I was going to say more stuff like this for sure. It's like so easy for me to um, just go about my day and feel like I don't have time for anything other than texting my friends or like FaceTiming my mom and then call it a day. But like things like this, just taking some time um to actually connect with people a little bit deeper and i'm just makes me miss you guys a lot but it's like so worth it to be able to have this time together mm, agree can't wait till this is in person i know wait josh you're muted muted i am i'm fucking muted i'm a muted dummy <laughs> Um, I was say I used to see my brother every day, like we worked together. And when I stopped working at the barbershop and I stopped seeing him every day, I would still see him like at least once a week. And then when the shutdown happened, like I'm lucky if I see him like once a month, but the, like, and I will be like, oh, like I miss you, like whatever. And there's a couple of times where I've just called him just even to talk about like one random thing. And we end up talking for like half an hour. Those are like the best days. Mm-hmm. and it's not something that was even planned it was just something that was like hey like i'm asking you a question and then we just keep going um so i'm just gonna say you should just call somebody that you miss mm-hmm. do it like in the afternoon tomorrow or something just just go for it highly recommend giving people just random calls it's always feels good i think i've done that uh. to you angel a couple times or just like we'll ring you like 15 times and you answer and i'm like hi <laughs> you know I we used to do that all the time, time. So. yeah exactly oh, can you can you guess though it's somebody that we, Wait, what do you we say? all know 
What I'm going to say Lindsay. I was going to ask if it's Lindsay. Oh, no. I, really oh, Anthony. Oh, I miss Anthony. Anthony used to call me, like, all the time. One what time he called me because there was a spider in his car. <laughs> <laughs> he was pulled over on the side of the highway. He was like, what do I do? And I was like, Anthony, you either get in the car and drive or you put the car down. Like, there's, there's, it's either this or that. There's no in-between. Like, you could try and find it, but, like, it's a tiny spider and you drive, like, a regular-sized car. The thing is, I don't... When when Anthony's at the wheel, like not to flame Anthony, and because that's like what I always do, but I feel like, like you're going to right now. Well, he, he listens the to these you? podcasts. Okay, he's yeah, gonna hear Josh. <laughs> well, no, he's gonna get a kick out of this. Josh, you've been in the car with. <laughs> I him love before, Anthony, right? You've been in the car when he's driving before, though, right? Yes, I felt <laughs> completely did, safe. Did you? Yes. <laughs> the first <laughs> my first experience in the car with Anthony was him missing the same exit two times. <laughs> <laughs> scarier when Cedric drove. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I love Cedric. He's a but, wild boy. But I feel like if Anthony saw a spider on his dash while driving, things would not end well. Oh, he would go ha, quick. swerve, just frantic. That. that kid makes me people feel go, so. Guys, loved. guys, we have to, oh, we have to, we have to pull over right now. The reason why I, I give think, Anthony I I so much spider. shit. The reason why I give Anthony so much shit is because I love him so much. That's the thing. Like, and he knows that too. Like, he does the same thing back to me, especially when I was like doing a, like shows with the press for at the tail end. But like, ah, God, what a heart that kid has. Not to get off topic mm-hmm. and, and rant about a, a wonderful human being, but like, no, I need more help with talking to Anthony Rainville. There we go. That, that's the answer. Lock it in. Well, I'm helping you with that currently because he will hear this and then he will text you. You're very welcome. Also, I love a phone call, so all of you call me anytime. Absolutely. I'll be calling okay, you. Okay. Oh, I was just gonna say I have one friend that like calls me and FaceTimes me usually multiple times a day, and I love it. <laughs> oh, I do too. We have a rule. There's like only there's only one thing that gets in the way, and is, that's is, the only that's the only reason that you can't call. Is this Paul? Or you can't pick up the call. You know it's Paul. Of course. <laughs> We're going so off topic. What's the last question, Angel? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is hilarious. It's so, it's pretty related. I was trying to find a better one, but we'll just roll with this one. Um, again, it's this one that you'd have to do one on one, but we can adapt it for the group. What would make you feel closer to me? So maybe like, or should you just pick a new one? I was gonna say because I don't need you guys to feel any close. I like all three. Not to, no, like in a good way. Let me finish that thought. Like you guys already feel so close to me all the time. Oh, like bye, I, 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 I picked good friends. <laughs> bye, Josh. I hope the recording picked up on that that drop of his headphones. I heard it. That was a mic drop. The podcast version of a mic drop. No, I just don't want like the corny answer of me just having to go through like. You all make me feel really, really loved all the time. There's, I I don't, there's nothing that y'all have an to answer different. for it, okay? And it's well, a basket of French it. fries. Okay. <laughs> I don't hate it. Sodium through the roof. It's fine. I stay hydrated. It's fine. Uh, and We're that brings all- us to our sponsor for this episode, LaCroix. <laughs> <laughs> and paid twice for them. How many LaCroix have you had? Just two. <laughs> you. The ball. Soldier boy out here. Two. <laughs> all right, Angel, go ahead. Damn. We're just already, now that you say that, we're already so close as a friend group and as people that some of these just don't even make sense. Like, why do you think we met? Or 
how do you think our personalities complement each other? Like, it's just extremely That's clear, a better so. question, though. I think you the compliment, think? the complementing personalities is actually a lot different um, because I have different yeah. answers for all three of you. Josh makes me feel comfortable in my humor. Like, I know that when I see Josh, I can be, like, the most, like, unrestrained version of myself when it comes to, like, being just as goofy as I know that I am. And, like... Mm. And I know he's only going to encourage it. And I think that that's part of the reason why, like, we get along so well. Um, it's just going to amp me up. Yeah, exactly. And I love that. Like, it, and sometimes, like, certain things that I feel self-conscious about, which is, like, sometimes coming off strong. Uh, I never feel that with Josh. It's, like, I don't know. I feel, like, loved in that moment every time. It's, like, how can I feed into this? And then, like, everyone else is, like, this is a whirlwind what is happening right now. <laughs> How can this get worse? Let's go. Yeah, like exactly. It's like okay, I'm gonna let you guys have your moment, and like, and that's how it happens. With Angel, Angel, you challenge me in ways that it's good. Like you make me think, like, because you're not afraid to like call me on my bullshit, and that's the re that's a good thing. Like you're like sometimes you're like you'll, and it's not even in a, like a harsh way. It'll be like. How, you're really good at introducing like new thought processes into my head and allowing me to like self-analyze in a way that's like very safe and very comfortable too. Um, while also feeling like I've been challenged in that moment while also too, just being able to like, it's a, a, the overarching theme of just like, we're kind of similar people when it comes to like our sense of humor and our, and our values and, and, and K for you, it would be definitely like, I think, our ability kind of i think both of us have this but like our ability to make people feel super loved like you do you make me feel the way that i want to make other people feel oh like, when i talk to people like very very like loved and accepted and like listened to and heard like truly heard too like you're really good at that you're really good at making people feel special in the moment oh so like all three of you do different things for me. And it's not that being, the cool thing is, is that like you might do that for me, but for somebody else, like you might do something else like for that person, because I am like super, like I've talked about this at length at completely ad nauseum of like, y'all make me like, I'm really lucky to have the people in my life that I have. Y'all are obviously a part of that. Um, Cause I didn't have that for a long, long time. I was always like, where is that friend group for me? And like having that, like, different people do different things for me like sorry that was just wow, I, I, that was so no, I love that. I don't know how we are going to well i'll speak for myself i don't know how i'm going to meet how well worded that was i think oh, about yeah, I definitely won't. don't feel bad <laughs> if i had like 15 minutes to write things out i could be really articulate and but on the spot words i'm like fuck <laughs> um <clears throat> My first instinct is to say just how each one of you, when it's like a one-on-one -on -one thing, uh, makes me see things in a different way. Like Angel always helps me realize like everyone else's point of view on something. I think you're, she's very good at that. Um, so that it makes me think about that more. Um, I don't even know if this is like the question. This is just what's going through my head. Jason. Yeah. Jason makes me think of like, what could be the funniest thing that I could say right now? Like <laughs> you always, the humor between the two of us is always back and forth. And I always appreciate that. It's a similar, that's a similar way to like how I feel with Anthony. Anthony yeah. always makes me think it's like, what's the funniest thing that could do now? And I think that, uh, Kay makes me like think more 
like not like spiritual but like more in that sense because there's just like everything is always like so much about astrology that's dude that's your thing like go for it but it just makes me think like it makes me think about that a lot more and i feel like it every little bit from like either one of all three of you um just sort of changes like who i am in that moment because if it wasn't if i wasn't with you in a in a in like the same situation by myself or with one of you guys, like when it's with one of you guys, it's always going to be different how I'm perceiving something. Mm. I just sort of feed off of it. Yeah. I love that. Angel for me is like the most comforting, like sisterly vibes. Like you just are family and you make me feel so like seen and loved and understood. And I feel like we can also have complicated conversations about like really layered and complex things and it's like safe to have those kind of like more difficult conversations um but yeah you just make me feel so like like the only word that I can possibly think of is like sister you know just like so comforting and like I can come to you with anything and you're just so supportive and generous with your time and energy which I feel like we sort of, I sort of said all of this on our last podcast podcast episode. Um, and then Jason, what you were saying, how you feel towards me, I feel the same towards you. Like I feel so loved and seen and appreciated by you. Like just so warm, cozy, like just heart fulfilling friendship that is just, yeah, so important and sort of life changing to, you know, experience so many friends like that. Um, and then Josh, I get, so I can be really in my head. So your humor and like lightness to everything, but also complexity too, but like the humor around it all just sort of gets me out of my head and helps me not take myself so seriously and life so seriously. Good. This is a good question to end on, Jason. Mm. Thanks for picking this out. It's so hard to like come back and be the last person to say so. <laughs> I always put myself it's in this your position. podcast. <laughs> it's my podcast. I can cry if I want. <laughs> it's so funny because as a group, you all just are able to have so much complexity within our conversations. Like we're all so silly together, yet we all are able to have like extremely difficult and extremely complex situ like conversations about things whether it's personal lives or society or the government or whatever so josh it's i think it's the layered approach like you're so funny and goofy but i think i relate to you and like i love most about you is like how we can have these serious conversations about so many not even serious but like deeper conversations about so many things that were going on in our personal lives but like come together in such a light way um, and mm -hmm. I think that balance is really special to me because like Kay said, like we can be so in our head and like deep thinkers and like so introspective, but like we can have those light moments and like balance it out. And it's like the perfect balance. Um, and then with Jason, I mean, we live together. We've had like so many experiences together where you almost just feel like family, you know, like it's, we can be doing nothing together. We can be challenging each other we can be goofy together but like at the end of the day we have so much love for each other like mm -hmm. true like unconditional love for one another and who we are as people i'll only speak for myself in that so um, no you're like I, <laughs> you love I me unconditionally 
No, I legitimately yeah. do. And like that that decision, like I think about this a lot actually. Like the decision for me to like move out when I was like super had zero I don't know I don't know if the other two people in this chat know, but I like jumped off like out of any and all comfort I had when I moved to Boston. Like I was living at home, making like money under the table, like to just to narc on myself real quick. I was doing like landscaping stuff and was making money under the table. Um, and not enough for anyone to really care. But like when I, when Angel was like, yo, we need a person like move to Malden with us. I was like, sure. And honestly, from like, just like a, a, a self growth standpoint, that was like the most probably one of the most important decisions I have ever made in my life because it like set forth my photo career into motion and like really understanding how to hustle and make it happen as well as like it made me closer with with you Angel and we were friends before that but like I feel like after we lived together we became like real close uh sorry I got off on a, a, a tangent there about but Angel just that's echoing your sentiment you're right Yeah, Angel, you summed it up so well, like the ability that we can all have these really deep, layered, complex conversations, but there's also so much like humor and like can just be like little kids, like you were saying. Really good summary and feeling just like seen and loved by all of you. Yeah, that was going to be mine for you, which we went in depth on the last podcast. No, yeah, it was it was just that like, I truly feel so seen and safe to talk about all the complexities of us and life and like all the things with you and like you said I I don't have to go in any more than we already have but just like (laughs) fully just feel like sisters and we have this deep connection and um I don't know it's just funny like games like this and just connecting with you guys again I don't know you you feel like when you grow up people lose their friends or like you hear that like ah you're just with your partner and you just do your family or whatever but like friends are so insanely important to me and conversations like this really bring home how much love I have for the people in my life so thanks for taking the time I think to me friendship and like friends in general has always just been the family that you get to choose because you will be spending like all of the the big event stuff birthdays like weddings funerals like all that stuff it's your friends are going to be there too not just your family yeah. So choosing the people that you be around, I think, is huge, mm-hmm. and I'm really, I'm really happy that we're all friends. I agree. Me too. Big Sam. I just not to take credit, but Angel, you met K through me, didn't you? We did. <laughs> we did. Yes, we did. That makes me so happy. <laughs> not that, to take no. credit, but I'm responsible. For no, this, aren't that's I? not what I meant, though. But like, that makes you really <laughs> no. happy because I when when was it? Jason, thank uh, you for getting us all here. Yeah, probably like 2017 or 18. That feels yeah. so long ago. I know. It, it really does. does. Yeah. It was at wow. a Paris show in Boston is all I remember. And then again at another show. Uh, yeah. Paris show. Was it? It couldn't Providence. have been the Sinclair show. Who's the, the Providence? It was the, it was the Providence show. Yeah, that's right. It was the Providence show because you were there with Grace. Yeah. And then Angel, you were hanging out with me and Brian a lot of that day. And we all hung out at the restaurant next to the venue, the Strand. That's what I'm pretty sure that's the time that Brian ditched out on me. And then we just ended up hanging out the rest of the night. And I probably met Kay pissed. I was like in the the fucking lobby being like, okay, is Brian going to answer the phone? Or are we just bouncing out of here? (laughs) I was probably like angry, like, hey, Kay, what's up? Nice to meet you. I feel like, I don't know if that was the first or second time we met, but yeah, either way, a couple times at shows. And then, uh, and then I slid into your DMs and 
wanted to be your friend. Ooh. <laughs> so, Josh, spicy. I can't spicy. think of how I met Jason or Josh, to be honest. I, I know how we met Adrian. I remember. Do Lindsay. Tell me. Well, yeah, Do but Lindsay. when? Uh, you came oh, over to when? our house one night. I was over Lindsay's and you came over that night. And this For was her house? like 20. Yep. And this is like when she's before she ever moved to New York. This is like obviously, yeah. This was her house. And, 14 2014 i would say Probably. and we were hanging out it was like in the fall and you were like i th- i don't think that Haley was there that night but i remember you came over we like hung out cooked had I think cookies. We made cookies too <laughs> yeah i think we had cookies or brownies or something and watched movies oh, i should uh, make brownies sense. that's so why we segued into stuff. such a chill relationship <laughs> exactly. uh, brownies yeah, are in my future tonight that's actually now that i think about it that's how i met Josh too, because I would go yep. to Guitar Center to go hang out with Lindsay on break, and Josh was working at Guitar Center at the time. And obviously, being a drummer, I would go to the drum department. And, I was uh, working at Guitar Center. I was Guitar Center. <laughs> you're like, yeah, no, it wasn't Bueller. It was, uh, you know, you know exactly what I mean when I say that. Um, <laughs> Josh is like, oh god, flashbacks. Uh, but yeah, that's how I met Josh too. And I just remember, I'm like, oh, another tall drummer who's as equally goofy as me. Cool, sick, love this. Wait, Lindsay's Josh, how did we meet? Um, so I remember we were friends on Facebook before we ever met. Mm. I don't know if we ever talked or anything like that, but I just remember being friends on Facebook before that. But I was sitting with. Who was doing merch? Was it Ashley Osborne? Is this at the show in uh, South House of Boston and Weymouth? Skylit Drive, the first oh, Paris tour at the Palladium upstairs. I did not and meet you, you at the Palladium. You, <laughs> you walked up to, um, like the the table that we were at yeah. there, and that was the first time that I met you. I don't know, like when after that. Like we hung out for the first time, but uh, assumingly it was with like Lindsay and Jason. Wow. Also, I really, really make you guys miss shows and meeting new friends and just oh. like connecting, being there with friends and connecting with new people. I've never missed being crammed and sweaty in a like a small show or like at my old house venue, like that we used to throw shows mm-hmm. in my basement. Like that feeling is like. I don't know. It used to overwhelm me a little at times, and now I just miss it more than anything. Mm. I, I can't wait for that. miss playing drums in a band. I need to do that as same, ASAP dude. as possible. Mm. Big Sam. Mm. I'll be right back, by the way. I was going to say, I might need to cut off soon because I have to f- um, fold my laundry and I'm kind of falling behind. I'm starving. Oh, okay. Then let's. we can all call it if that's I think the play. I'm going to go eat a cupcake. Okay. Well, <laughs> oh, hell I'm yeah. close. And- And I'm going to go play video games. Hell yeah. Well, honestly, thank you. I miss you guys so much. This is amazing. Girl, I miss Uh, you. Come on. Come on. Anytime. These things need some fucking pepper. What are we doing here? What are you making? I'm putting french fries in the oven, but they definitely need pepper. Nice. Mm. Where's the pepper? I love that. Angel's like, I'm gonna do a closeout. Just like these things need fucking pepper. No, <laughs> we can have an organic close, you know. I love yeah. it. Love Just uh, that was all. <laughs> I just wanted to wrap it up. <laughs> all right, Jason's gonna play his video games. I'm gonna eat a cupcake. 
Angel's gonna fold her laundry. Josh has pepper. Josh is doing oh, French fries. Pepper on the French pepper. fries. <laughs> All right. It needs pepper. I'll, I'll talk to you guys. Send me more pictures of cats with pancakes on their face. Oh, don't Absolutely. worry. Absolutely. Bye, friends. This was a lot of fun. Guys, love you. Love, love you. Love y'all.